welcome to the Reflecting Light Show. I am your host, April Rogers, and I am so glad that you are here today because we have an awesome show for you. My friends from Alabama came all the way in to see us. We have Amy Kate Smith and we have Lindsay Reed Curl. They are with Girl Talk Ministries, and we have much to discuss. <laughs> so welcome, y'all. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Yeah, it glad is to be here. going to be an amazing show because I've been trying to get y'all in forever. For and so thank long. goodness that you're here. We're wrapping up the summer series, and I couldn't think of anybody better to do it with than the two of you. Thank you. So thanks for making the trip. Okay, Amy, yes. you, Amy Kate, mm -hmm. you and I have... Um, a really sweet story of how mm. the Lord put us together as friends. We had a mentor in common, Dr. Mm. Deb Douglas, yes. who spoke into both of our lives. And I wrote a devotional about her called Much to Discuss mm -hmm. because she she was the one that said, no, you need to come over. Even though she wasn't feeling good, she said, you need to come over because there's much to discuss. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I did because she got to download that those last few pieces of wisdom into my life before the Lord called her home. Yes. But she was also your mentor too. Yes, yeah. she was. Yeah, yeah, I talked to her like that last week. And I remember I was going through something with girls and she was like, don't worry, it's you're putting way too much on yourself that God's not even putting on you, which has been a huge thing, just going through ministry yes. and I just know. realizing the expectations that we yeah. put on ourselves are so much greater than God like right. puts on us. So it's really well, cool. she kind of did the opposite with me because she told me, <laughs> Me, you need to get oh, your yeah. book proposal ready and you need to get it done and you yes. need to go now. And I'm glad she did because yeah. she propelled me into what I needed to be doing. For sure. Um, but then the Lord had you and I meet and now you and I have a sweet friendship mm. and we keep in touch and encourage each other in ministry. So I'm yes. glad that you're here. Um, okay, so let's just talk about the two of you and we're going to talk about your stories. And Lindsay, let's start with you and talk a little bit about your story and um, how the Lord put you into a place of ministry. Okay, well, um, I was raised by a single mom, so I was mm -hmm. definitely a latchkey kid. My parents divorced when I was two years old. And, um, you know, she did the best she could, not knowing what we know now about a lot of things. And um, I just always saw Jesus in other areas, but I really didn't have it much at home I think mm -hmm. um, and so I just knew like in high school I, I was following him more I asked my mom to take me to youth group to church and everything and I really saw Jesus in my dad's family and then I ended up getting married and having kids and really seeking the Lord in all of that and then um, on I guess it was 2001 he really um, poured out his spirit on me when I was having my quiet time it's my birthday on, and um, and he, that's when he gave me Philippians 1, verses um, 3, kind of through 11. Yeah. And he just said, and, and it was really almost, it wasn't audible, but it was yeah. so, hey, I'm here, I'm talking to you, and I'm thankful for your partnership with the gospel. Like, I didn't know what that meant at the time, but um, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, thanks, I'm just glad you're here. Yeah. And, um, and It was like your own little birthday gift. Exactly, so. and he's shown me that in so many ways and very personable. And um, and then I you know, ended up having five children and four girls, and I just wanted my children, really, I wanted to be a mom to them that I didn't have 
And so I just continued to pursue the Lord in every way because I never wanted them to feel lonely like I felt lonely. And so um, he met me in all of that and and propelled me into so much more. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Okay, give us a little background, Amy Kate, on your life. Okay, well, there's, I don't know. It started like normal kids, you know, just mm-hmm. growing up. I was at church camp when I accepted Christ, and just remember, I was in the woods, and I was thinking about it day, just the darkness that I was mm-hmm. in the woods, and then just knowing the light of Christ and seeing yeah. that and wanting that. I remember not knowing if I had Christ, but wanting to never live not knowing again. I just was like almost scared, not of anything that he wasn't going to do, but just I didn't want one more day that I wasn't going to live with him. That's and so, so good. That was, I love I was, how you put that. <laughs> I was yeah. nine, I think, and then my dad got sick the next year. And I think it's really cool. Just my whole story is really just being able to see God's provision and protection just in my life from the very beginning. And yeah. so knowing him and accepting him and like having him in my life was definitely what took me through my dad getting sick and he died six months later he was 45 years old and I was 10 I turned 11 and from there I just felt darkness completely like everything that I'd been taught was up like it was just up for you know grabs and I was like okay this is it like I'm up I played softball my dad was my coach so I was like I'm up to bat and this is it I'm gonna choose to hit it or strike out like I don't know and so I just chose Christ and out of his grace and mercy for sure because people ask me still they're like how did you like you were 11 like how'd you know and I was like I don't know it was the crossroads of choosing everything that my dad had ever taught me or walking away from all of it. Yeah. And um, and I didn't really have, I just saw those two things. I guess I just see black and white things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I don't know. And so chose Jesus. And then for me, I guess I knew God was calling me into ministry kind of early. And, um, but I still like kind of like no, not knowing partnership of the gospel. Like I didn't know what ministry would ever look like mm-hmm. as a girl growing up in church. You just didn't really see it that much right. when I was growing up, when any of us were growing up. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't know. And so that really went, took me into middle school and high school. Um, just, I only had Christ to lean back on and he really showed up in so many ways and just showed me that he was the one that would carry me through yeah. all of it. And he's been my best friend ever since. So that's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's almost, it almost was a blessing that you had that childlike faith and your dad had instilled those things inside of you. So then you were able to hold on to him mm-hmm. whenever he passed away. But that is such a, a young age to lose your father and um, just the everything that a father represents to a young girl. Mm-hmm. But God the Father stepped in and yes. loved on you mm-hmm. and has brought you into this beautiful space of where you are. Definitely. So would you say that that was your season of darkness that the Lord has brought you out of and into his light? Yes. Or has there been anything else? I think for me, darkness, I didn't really know I was in the dark until really Girl Talk started with us and God showed me like through Lindsay and through ministry. I don't know. It was just this whole new world. I remember at the beginning of when God put us together, which I guess we'll talk about that, tell you the best story ever. But I remember I called my pastor and I was like, I don't think I've ever been saved before. I need to get baptized and I need to do this. And I'd never known Jesus. And he was like, wait, hold on. Like, I've known you for five years. Like, you've been on staff with me. You like, you know, Jesus. And I was like, I don't know. It's just different now. And so I definitely walked. I mean, even though Jesus was everything to me, 
um, all the way through from losing my dad, middle school, high school, just like everything I said, there was this darkness in me that I didn't, I didn't know because I was so young. And so I found myself like, I didn't have anywhere to go. So I was in my room by myself at night. And then the, you know, the computer, the TV start happening and there's no one's telling me not to watch stuff. And no one's telling me that I don't need to listen to this and, and just all of that. And so darkness definitely found me without even knowing it. And I really didn't know I was in the dark until I saw light in Lindsay and that, that Jesus, that the free, the freedom from the darkness really is what showed me that I was, I was like, wait, this has been like 15 years and I've been in so much darkness and didn't even know it because I didn't know what darkness was. And I think that's where a lot of girls find themselves because we just don't know the Mm -hmm. enemy. I mean, the Bible says that he like shields our, I mean, he closes our eyes to darkness and we don't, we don't even know it until we're out. Yeah, until light enters into the situation. So like light always dispels the darkness. And then whenever Lindsay comes into the situation, it illuminates it and you can see the darkness for what it was. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about (laughs) your story and um, if the Lord has brought you out of a season of darkness and into his light. I mean, definitely, because like Amy said, growing up, when you're in the darkness, you don't know you're in the darkness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I grew up, I mean, I know my mom loved me. I know all those good things. But like I said, she hadn't, I don't think she knew the Lord until late in her life. And so she wasn't teaching me the things that I'm teaching now that we're talking about. And so I didn't know that I could, I needed to say no to certain things or needed to, didn't Mm -hmm. need to watch or listen to or whatever certain things. And you just do what's around you. And pretty soon it's normal, but it has its effects on you in different ways that you're not understanding until Jesus shows mm-hmm. up. And yeah. so, um, but thankfully, it's like I said, I was always pursuing him. Um, and then I think like the time when I talked about on my birthday, 2001, and he poured out his spirit on me and I just kept searching and searching and reading and studying. And But I think the thing that was the sweetest about meeting him was that he showed me all of my sin and his sweet mercy and the tenderness and and just like layer by layer um, peeled things back Mm -hmm. and I remember there were days and days and days that I would just sit on the floor and just cry because I used to lay on the floor with my Bible open and just Mm -hmm. that's how I would pray and and just cry because of who he was showing me that I was but yet how much he loved me and who he wanted me to be and 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 just so thankful, so feeling like Mary, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, and so, you know, getting married at not a too early age, but just not, just bringing lots of sin into this marriage and the situation, but yet constantly seeking the Lord. Um, I was married for 17 years, and, you know, like I said, I brought tons of sin into it. It was a hard marriage, but it ended um, probably in 2016. And um, I didn't know what I was going to do, but the Lord had been teaching me for many, many years who He was and who I was in Christ and what His promises were. And so I found myself at a place where I didn't know how I was going to support myself or five children or anything, but yet I was just going to be out there all alone. (laughs) And so I was like, Lord, this is not you. This is the enemy. But it was my 40th birthday. And so, again, he used my birthday to show me that he was doing something new. And um, 
I was divorced, and then two years later, I ended up, was it two years? Remarrying um, just a wonderful man that knows the Lord. And he has his five kids, and I have five kids. And, and, and he is and the man that the always, yeah, yeah, I mean, he knew the Lord, and that's the only thing I wanted at that time. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I just want somebody who knows you that can love me like you do and raise these girls and show them what a godly man looks like. And that is everything he is. So... Um, did I answer the question? Yeah, so so <laughs> I, what I was gleaning from that whenever you were telling the story is that you were standing on the word and that it was giving you the strength you mm -hmm. know, to know that I, I'm newly divorced. There are five children. Like, what do we do mm -hmm. with that? But, but and I, it was like the Lord had just been preparing you and laying down yes. that firm foundation yes. inside of you and your heart. Yeah. Do you have any words of wisdom on that or anything? Well, I mean, that you every story is to? different, but we know that God never fails us. Mm -hmm. Whatever your story look like looks like, I mean, because I meet people who have gone through or are going through the same situation that I went through. And they always say, you're, you're giving me so much hope that I'm going to meet somebody too. I'm like, well, I, I can't say that for you, but I do know that God is with you. He sees you and he wants you to yeah. lean on him and our perfect daddy, no matter the situation. And he has everything that we need, no matter what. And he will provide the right job, the right income, the right place to live, yes. whatever you're going through. Like don't base your situation on anybody else around you except for hope. Find the same hope that they found in Christ as your anchor. That's good. Mm -hmm. And that parlays into your story too, mm -hmm. because, Definitely. you know, in a, just probably in a season of singleness, you're, you're in the waiting, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to rely on him. Yeah. to be your everything. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Everything she said has definitely yeah. been what she's told me in my like same season, not that same season, but yeah, that my season. But something that she said in pursuing Christ through all of that and like I like I said like I pursued Christ through all of my darkness, but it it was standing out to me that we are pursuing Christ, but the enemy is also pursuing us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that that I've learned a lot just through our relationship and our friendship and ministry and everything that we are doing and writing. And I was thinking about we we have a curriculum that we're writing that we'll talk about in a little bit. But one of our um, one of our series is on relationships, which is always the biggest. Like mm -hmm. girls want mm -hmm. every single part of that yes. every single time yes. we do it. And um, but this time we were like kind of rewriting what we had originally written or adding on to it. And we came up with the um, we have one week that we study our relationship with the enemy. And like, I remember telling someone about it, the, like when we were writing it and they were like, what, like, yeah. what yeah. are you talking about? How are you going to do a Bible study on the relationship with our enemy? But it's like, we learn, I mean, yeah, we but if you're it, not aware, tactic, it's then you're so, not going to put yes, the armor and you're not going to Yeah, you have to yeah. study your opponent. That's yes. basic athletics, like, yes. and you know, military, there's so many, like you have to know who you're going against to win. There's a lot of us that just walk through blindly not realizing until we see the light like we were talking about but I think that's a big thing is knowing that there is an enemy pursuing us yes. and the harder you're going after Jesus the harder he's coming after you yeah. and you have to be aware of that and that's really how we defeat the darkness is we take the light from knowing what we know into what he's trying to do and what the enemy's trying to I mean, we've gotten into, I'm, I'm screaming all the time at the enemy telling him to leave. Because, yes. I mean, between the 10 of, uh, like, the 11 of us and then everyone, I mean, we're always, there's always a battle to be fought and won. Speak and, that name of Jesus. Yes, and so <laughs> that's definitely, I mean, that's where right. darkness has, we've seen it just 
flee in the name of Jesus because, you know, you just, you realize yeah. that you're being pursued just as hard and yeah. you have to fight that. That's yes. right. That's and right. yeah, it's a huge, I mean, that's what we want girls to know. And moms, I mean, every, you gotta, you gotta know what you're Coming fighting. for the family. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to pick up with Girl Talk Ministries and why it is so important. We would like to thank today's sponsor of the Reflecting Light Show, 3B Outdoor Equipment. 3B Outdoor Equipment has been a successful family-owned and operated business for years, and they are proud to be associated with all the major brands in the outdoor power equipment industry. Whether you need to purchase or rent equipment, or a professional grade lawnmower for your business venture, 3B is there for you. Visit them today in Monroe or West Monroe. Now let's just transition to talk a little bit about Girl Talk and um, why you got started and why is it so important and and just the, the awesome story that you said that you guys have. <laughs> yes, okay, Girl Talk started, I was a freshman at Auburn and Really, I had done Bible studies like through high school. I taught Bible, like led a Bible study with my yes. friends at school. And then once I graduated, there were girls that were coming into high school that I started. And I was like, well, I'll just do a Bible study with y'all before I get off to college. And so I went to Auburn because I was told to. It was what everyone else was doing. Um, I was majoring in nursing because that's what everyone else was doing. And so that's just kind of, I was on this path of doing what everyone else told me I was supposed to be doing. And I knew, like I mentioned earlier, I was called into ministry. So I was trying to fit, okay, I'll just go do nursing and I'll fit it into this and I'll do ministry this way. And I was trying to just like figure it out yeah. so that I could do what everyone else said I was supposed to be doing, but also kind of like, I'll just do ministry too. And so, yeah. Long story of short of like freshman year, I get to um, I get to spring break and all of the girls are they're going to camp counseling, they're going on mission trips, like their whole summer is planned with what God has called them to do, and they ask me what I'm doing and I was like I don't know I don't know I was supposed to do something <laughs> like I didn't and so I was like I guess I'll just start a middle school Bible study and so I went back to um, Montgomery and started a middle school Bible study. 20 girls, 20 moms, and within um, just five or six years grew to 100, 200 girls wow. were coming every every week. I stayed mm -hmm. home from Auburn just because I knew that's what the Lord was calling me to do. And so I just started doing Bible studies every month and I would go to games and I would just build whatever God was kind of putting in front of me. And thankfully, I got a Facebook message one day and Lindsay Reed Curl was asking how Emmy could get involved and she had heard about it and she wanted her, her girls because she has four girls and she wanted mm -hmm. to get yeah. them involved. And so we tried, Emmy came a few times and then everything happened that we just shared. And I just wanted to be friends with Lindsay Reed. Like I, just, <laughs> I was like, I want to be her friend. And so then it kind of just, um, girl talk kept going. I worked at a church in Montgomery and it just kept yes. building. And so in 2019, I'd had a really hard summer um, just in ministry and the things that God was calling me to do. And I knew he was starting to move me out. I always knew Girl Talk was my full-time call, but getting there as a 19-year-old and trying to figure that out as I grew um, and just trying to find support and figuring out how Girl Talk would and be funds what my and, yes, yes. funds and everything. Yeah. And so 2019, I just 
well, she was commenting on my Instagrams and telling me to record my Bible studies, and I was like, I'm not recording this. Dad moved. Dad moved out of my memory. And so the videos were always kind of became, it was funny because once we, like, got together, that was what we ended up having to do. But it was always just funny because it is still funny that she just wanted the the videos. Sorry. It was kind of funny, though, because it, it was almost like we were both praying something, at, but yes. something different, but we were praying it at the same time, and then the Lord brought us together like a year later because mm-hmm. I moved um, from Montgomery up to Birmingham in 2016, and or seven, yeah, 16, and then um, 2019 is when she had the hard summer. So I, um, by 2019, had remarried. I flipped a house, yeah. you know, and yeah. then I was like, okay, Lord, I'm finished with this house. I'd love to do another house. Should I do this? What should I do? Um, should I focus on writing? Because I, I just, I would sit in my prayer time and start praying for my girls and their friends and and then just see the whole high school of this of girls. And I, my mm-hmm. heart was just hurting for them because of everything they were facing and feeling because I could yes. still remember the feelings. And, and I was like, Lord, I just want to be able to talk to these girls. Please just I just, I don't know how to do it. Like, if you want me to write something, I'll write. But I'm not a writer. I'm a talker. Can I please talk? I mean, I don't know. And so, honestly, like, it was, that was in the summer. And then in September, she messaged me. And she was like, hey, do you want to have lunch? And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Amy K. Smith. It's Amy Smith. She's, like, texting me. And, and, And I, you know, I'm just, my personality has 100 things going on at one time. And I just like break screech that day. Yeah. It was like, how can I make this happen? Okay, in, in our text, like, when, when are you going to be here? How long do you have? I don't know. Can we go here, there, but... And I we was going to a funeral. I had like an hour. It was crazy. <laughs> like when, when uh-huh. we got further into, and I like know everything, like now we just do everything together and our brains are completely synced. <laughs> and really now strange. like there it's was cool. <laughs> one yeah. day that I like for some reason looked back at that text or found it or something. And I realized that I had messaged her at like almost midnight. The uh, night yeah. before, yeah. because you know I'm like yeah, a 24 year old. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be sleep right. at seven o'clock. I'm gonna be in yeah. Birmingham tomorrow. I wonder what Lindsay's doing. And yeah. so that all happened. And then, yeah, I mean, it was the next day, and she was realizing she drove like an hour to be where I was, like right next to the funeral that I was going to. And it's crazy. Now we go back to the same place every year yeah. to celebrate. But yeah. saying all of that because I feel like we can't. We can't explain Girl Talk anymore because it's not what it, it started as because of the story that God's given us to be in ministry together. So Girl Talk, I had to let go of a lot of things that I yeah. like loved about Girl Talk because it, God's calling us to so much more and it's gotten so much bigger in the sense of what we do. And so it did start as a middle school Bible study. We met in houses every week, and it was amazing just to be in that living room. Mm -hmm. But obviously, as everyone, like COVID changed our lives completely. And so the joke of the videos are that, like, that's what we did. Pivot. That was the big word. Yes, (laughs) yes. So we started recording. We started writing. Like, everything is now online. We have families and girls and moms all over really the world. We have missionary families in countries that are are studying with us. And so it's really just become this, it's still an online community, but it's really, we, we have in-person communities yeah. now of just mm-hmm. discipleship and So what is moms. your target age now? <clears throat> 
we still start kind of. I mean, Maddie and Abby also, she, they're 9 and 10. So, yeah. I mean, we, we've we gotten a little younger with them just because we do, like, we do everything together with them, and they are a part of Girl Talk. And so we really kind of brought it down to and we're there. we're realizing it needs to start mm, at that definitely. age. It's not just yes. um, a sixth grade thing anymore. Right. It's really definitely going to fifth grade. Yeah, and um, yeah, the average, maybe earlier. average yeah. age of um, pornography and all of that is 11. And so wow. it's definitely so, all of the... All of it is starting younger. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're, because um, yeah, we talk about that stuff. Yes. I mean, on yeah. the surface level, we address it so that if you want to, as a mom, you can go deeper. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I love how you pair the moms with yes. the daughters because that is so important. And mm -hmm. and I think that just thinking about it from my perspective of raising two girls, you know, I, they go to youth group and they do different things, but something that we can do together yes. is more special, right. you know, and then, yes. and then I can see the challenges that they face mm. as well, too. Yes. So I think that that's important. Yeah. Yes. And Definitely. so what's the hope and the dream for Girl Talk as it progresses? You're better at describe or explaining the heart issue. Well, the current um, the current vision we're working on, which of course we have so many big dreams and visions, but the current vision we're working on is a three year curriculum that would that a girl would ideally start the summer after her fifth grade year. Okay. So she would get um, three years. We've got nine semesters of nine different heart issues, um, like worship and identity and relationships and joy and fear and serving and purpose I mean yes. and that's probably not all of them but um, those nine issues are covered in three years but then when she so she goes through sixth seventh and eighth and in the ninth grade she starts them again but on a deeper level with more understanding and then her 12th grade year she's able to come under and disciple oh, the ones coming that. up that's so, a great model. Uh -huh. And then also her 12th grade year, she's prepared to go to whichever university she wants to go to or whatever she wants to do in the world, being hopefully completely grounded on who she is in Christ and her purpose in the world. Yeah. So, but if somebody doesn't get in right at their at their sixth grade year, they can still jump in. Yes. Of course, okay. absolutely. They can jump in with a, a group that's currently going on or they can just start at the beginning if they want to. Mm -hmm. So, yes. yeah. And with that, we have like discipleship guides through that, but also like my favorite part because I've seen it just with like, oh, sorry, just... <laughs> Just with like our ministry, like we have a mom track of mm -hmm. knowing that moms can take that leader guide for moms and walk with their girls because we have moms that want to know, like they come to us and they're like, I don't know. I mean, I remember starting in at 19 years old and I would hear moms all the time. They were like, my kid, like, I think they're from outer space. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know where they came from. I don't know how to relate to them. I don't know what to yeah. say to them. And so we, we want to give this guide of like walking through heart issues as a mom and knowing there are moms that they don't That's know. Good. And so, I mean, it definitely with Lindsay's like wisdom that you all have just gotten a little piece of today and just my perspective of walking with girls and wanting, wishing that I had had it growing up and putting sure. all that together and giving moms something that will help them walk through that with their girls. Cause Me really, too. yeah, I mean, yeah. I learned in on like church staff as girls ministers, moms want to, and girls like yeah. really, like moms need to know that like your girls want you there. Like they act like they don't, but they want you there and they want to hear from you and they want you to tell them not to do stuff. And we're seeing that, I mean, they're coming, 
like her girls are coming back and saying, oh wait, like mom, you're right. Like I see, I didn't like it when I you said see that. that. But I'm you. living for that day. <laughs> and we want moms to get that because it's, I'm so thankful. When you dig your heels in as a mom yeah. and you go with, I mean, we say it all the time, go with your gut and do what the Bible's like. Put what, a smile on your face. Yeah, and, and go with say your gut. it and tell them <laughs> you can't do that. As hard as it That's is to tell you no, like. Don't do it because you know as moms what's coming after that decision. And that's what, I mean, we really, I mean, I think both of our, we love girls, but more importantly, like we want moms to be empowered and equipped to know that they are, they are who their their girls want and, um, and equipping them to know and walk in that confidence that like you've got, like Holy Spirit has given you everything you need to be the mom to your girls that you can be. Mm -hmm. Perfectly said. So how can the, the moms and the girls jump in on a great? We have um, our website is girltalkministries.info. We have Facebook, Instagram, all of that. And um, you just click on the link. It says sign up. And on there you can put if you if your city is listed, you can jump into that city or you can put that you want to start a group in your city. Okay. And, um, and then we just kind of go through the process of what you need. Everything's different. Everyone's different. So we're yeah. kind of working on building the different types of things for different people and going through that. But it will definitely be, I mean, when we have those heart issues published, it will be something that's easier, like that's in good. hands, to yeah. be able to yeah. start what you need. That's, yes. the, that's the hope and prayer. Well, I love that because it it applies to something that I'm walking through, too. So I really appreciate you guys and your heart for ministry and your heart for girls and your heart for mothers, too, because mm-hmm. it, it all goes hand in hand. And I think that what you guys are doing is really important and it's kingdom work. So thank you for encouraging me to be the mom that I need to be to my girls as well. Okay, I cannot believe that this time has flown by so quickly, but it has. Uh, And before we go, I need to ask you guys, what is one thing that is lightening your load these days? You know, I kind of joke about it, but I I joke about it, but it's kind of reality. I just kind of live in my own little make-believe world sometimes. You know, we make up stories about famous people that are inviting us to parties and we play. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just kind of the things that we would love to have, but maybe sacrifice for different reasons, um, just, you know, kind of bring those in as (laughs) playtime. I thought you guys were going to say being the cinnamon roll connoisseurs. I mean, that's one of those things that we <laughs> yeah, kind of just yeah. have to pretend that we have yes. sometimes. Sometimes we get them. Sometimes we have to say no. But, yes, yeah, the yeah. cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. Because that was one of the things. So we're going to try to find the best yes. cinnamon rolls in northeast Louisiana right. while you mm-hmm. guys are here. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you follow Thank us you. on Instagram, you'll see that we are on the quest to find the best cinnamon rolls. So if you have uh-huh. any suggestions where we need to go next, yes. definitely <laughs> let, let us know. know. Let us know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And Amy Kate, like I just can't even tell you how much I love being in your life and you being a part of my life and how the Lord brought us together. And I know that Dr. Depp would be so proud of you for every single thing that you have done, that you have sacrificed, that you have poured your heart and soul into. And the Lord's going to honor you for your obedience so be on the lookout for that and Lindsay thank you for coming (laughs) alongside of her and and just bringing your expertise to the table because it is so valuable and it is so necessary and needed and I'm blessed to know to Jesus right (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for having us you're welcome I love you guys (laughs) thank you for tuning in to the reflecting light show we pray you got some hope and some light out of today's episode and if you did please subscribe 
subscribe to the show and also share with a friend who may need the light of Jesus Christ in here.